0: Hello, and welcome to KCSU Music Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by KCSU FM's Music Department, here to talk about a multitude of things like album reviews, artist interviews, or the latest in our favorite genres. My name is DJ Sammy B, and I'm the current music director here at KCSU. Today, I will be bringing you a brief history of disco, explaining how it came to be integrated into pop culture during the 1970s to its everlasting influence on modern dance music. Disco can be characterized by its four to the floor kick drum pattern, syncopated bass line, hi-hat pattern, stylish fashion, drug counterculture, and signature dances. But how did disco come to be? Disco music developed in the late 1960s in various countries, in contrast to the popularized rock genre. Places such as New York City, Berlin, and Paris were all lush breeding grounds for disco. American disco had its roots in funk, soul, blues, and R&B. Opposed to European disco who had a noticeably more electronic sound. New York City was huge for the underground disco movement in America, clubs were able to save money by bringing DJs to play at the discotheques, instead of live bands. These discotheques, also known as dance clubs, were vital for the LGBTQ community, giving them a safe space free of violence, judgment, and harassment. One of the most popular and notorious clubs in the disco era was in New York City, and it was called Studio 54. Studio 54 became the place to be for everything disco. Celebrities like Elton John, Andy Warhol, Calvin Klein, and many others were regular goers, which contributed to the notoriety of the club. In the 1970s, disco stars such as Chic, Donna Summers, Bee Gees, and Gloria Gaynor all experienced mainstream success through radio disco hits and Billboard Top 100 hits. Large blockbuster movies such as Saturday Night Fever, brought disco to the public eye, and ushered a wave of people onto the dance floor. Memories of the disco era are never quite the same. Most people describe it in a more psychedelic haze. Drugs were popular in the disco culture. Quaaludes were considered one of the most popular drugs of the era, and they even got the nickname of disco biscuits. Acid and cocaine were also two drugs that were popular on the club scene. Sex was also normalized during the disco club era, Hooking up at the club was a fairly normal occurrence within the scene. With all of disco's decadence, it did not experience the normal fade out that most other popular genres experience. In 1979, disco reached the height of its public backlash and an event known as disco demolition marked the beginning of the end. DJ Steve Dahl, who recently got fired from his Chicago radio station for refusing to play only disco decided that he would blow up disco records on air while working at his new rock radio station. Disco may have ended shortly into the 1980s, but its influence is everlasting. Disco had several crossover rock hits from Pink Floyd to Michael Jackson to Queen. Disco went back into the underground in the 1980s after it reigned supreme in the late 1970s. Once back in the underground, warehouses were used as frequent venues and the production of having large bands was no longer feasible. Thus, producers started to experiment with the music changing its form. Warehouse music got dropped to just house music, these new production techniques and styles eventually turned into what we now consider modern house and techno. House and techno share a lot of characteristics with disco, and have thus laid the framework for all electronic dance music. Disco's influence has stretched over a 50-year period in music, and it will continue to do so as long as dance music still exists. Thanks for tuning in for this brief background of disco, and I hope you feel like you've learned a little more about the genre. Disco has always held a special place in my heart, and I encourage you to listen to some of the classics. Thanks for listening to KCSU's music podcast. I'm DJ Sammy Beat and this is a KCSU Music Production.